0: Oh yeah, brother, welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by Herving, Lorenzo, Diego, Llanes, Rogelio, Funes, Mora, Guillermo, Ochoa, Raul, Jimenez, Jimenez, and Hector Herrera. Oh yeah, they love this podcast. They tune in every single Friday right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Let's shout out. The people that chose to be here live. We got Scrambles NBD, Late Bloomer, Prank Monkey, Cool Jerk, Forge, Love My Toe, Infamy, Jeff Rogan, and I Love Rain. Very happy to be here with another podcast. I'm in a great mood. I got a pretty good night's sleep. I had some coffee, and I also had a very eventful week. Not a lot of news articles, not that much to discuss as far as that goes, although we do have one quick announcement about John Jones, yeah that's right, your guy's favorite fighter who's never fucked up ever, except for the time that he hit like a pregnant chick, and then got caught with cocaine, and then uh, got caught shooting a gun out of his car, and then failed uh, multiple drug tests for uh, steroids, and the time that he hid from the USADA drug test. And, uh, uh, you know, whatever I might have missed out on, uh, he's back in hot water again because of, uh, oh, misdemeanor, battery, domestic violence, and tampering with a vehicle at 5.45 a.m. in Las Vegas. That's the greatest of all time, right? The guy who's uh, supposedly undefeated, but he lost to a guy who is deaf. And then somehow, many years later, that decision got overtur- overturned just so they could pretend that he's undefeated. Oh, yeah. And he also lost to uh Gustav. And then he lost to Reyes. And then he lost to Tiago San- Santos. But then, uh, for some reason, the judges miraculously and mysteriously gave him the win every single time. Yeah, your hero is back in trouble. That's the only news for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Another piece of good news is we got our first, well, not our first, but in a long time, our first piece of Cake Muscle fan art from Cool Jerk 2005. He said, hey, I want to show you a picture that I drew. I said, oh, no, dude. This is going to be a terrible picture. I know it. Let me tell you guys what I've done in the past. I've always said, hey, I would love your guys' help designing the next Cake Muscle Skateboard. So if you have any skills with Photoshop or Adobe Illustrator, then remember I said you need some skills. Please send me like a draft and I'll look into it. And if uh, if the artwork is good, you'll get a free skateboard and you'll be the designer of, uh, of the new skateboard. Well, uh, everyone ignored everything I said, as they always do. I got like crayon drawings on like napkins i got people drawing the word cake muscle in like shitty graffiti in pencil on like the back of a receipt uh just terrible 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 drawings and things like that but uh this guy cool jerk actually put some time he colored it it's got a picture of a cake flexing with some coins the cake is all veiny There's, like, cool letters, Superman, some mushrooms on there. It's really cool. If you guys are listening to the audio-only version of this podcast, you're really missing out. You should certainly check out the video version of this podcast, which comes out every single Sunday on YouTube.com slash Ninja Lifestyle. Excellent job, Cool Jerk. And I just felt like it was worth mentioning because I've had so many terrible submissions – that this one really stands out as uh, as something that someone put effort into. So I'm I'm very flattered. And I think that was a really nice and, and cool and talented thing that you did. Uh, cool Jerk 2005. Very much appreciate that. Now, I would love to give away some free stickers. Cool Jerk's going to get some free stickers just because he drew a cool picture. No one asked him to draw a picture. Also, can I go back to that topic for a minute? I had several people... Draw me a cool logo I said hey this, this looks cool man uh, I'll use it And then they said You can't use it unless you pay me uh, A couple hundred dollars And I said I have to pay you a couple hundred dollars To uh, To to put this this Picture onto a skateboard This is going to be good for your portfolio right? You're going to have your actual artwork on a skateboard And they're like no you have to pay me I came up with the design you have to pay me I said you know what How about how about we go partnership? How about when I spend $3,000 to $5,000 on these skateboards, how about you pay half? And then we'll split the profits. You get half of them, and then you can sell your half. I'll get the other half. I'll sell my half, and you can keep whatever profits you get. And then they go, ah, never mind. That doesn't sound fun. And I go, oh, why? You're so confident in your amazing artwork. Why would you settle for $200 when you can have a get back of, of, you know, $7,000? Aren't you confident in your fucking skills? Oh no, I don't want to be a partner. Never mind, never mind. That's right, bitch. None of you motherfuckers are going to put in as much as I put in to this, this skateboard business shit, which by the way, I'm never, I'm never doing another skateboard again. But, uh, it was one of those things that always annoyed me. Now it's, it's not, it's not like evil to ask for someone to appreciate your artwork and say, hey, you know I, I want to get paid for it but if it's your if like you have no portfolio your first time ever using photoshop you came up with something good and now it's going to be on a skateboard and you get a skateboard for free I don't know am I greedy is that greedy of me because I feel like my rebuttal is is equally like equally sound right you're so confident in, in your artwork that that I need to pay you for it why don't you put why don't you put your money where your mouth is Because I'm about to spend fucking five grand on skateboards. Hopefully they sell. Hopefully your artwork is good enough. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, That being said, I'm not one of those guys that just stiffs artists, right? I paid for some of my emotes to get designed. $50 for my last emote to get made. So I'm not like, I'm not just some broke bum that wants free handouts all the time. Although if you've been to my late night streams... I actually am a broke bum constantly looking for handouts (laughs) in exchange for breaking tables. But anyways, let's move on to our trivia question. Would you like a chance to win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack? Yeah, I would love to win one. Well, design something as cool as this picture or answer the following trivia question. Also, cheating is allowed. That's right. We live in the school of real life. In real life, cheating's allowed on almost everything. That's, that's the best advice you're going to get out here. So, first person to answer the trivia question correctly wins a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. Here is the question. This species of penguin is the biggest. That's right. It's the biggest of the 18 species of penguin found today. And one of the largest... Of all birds, they're approximately 120 centimeters tall, about the height of a six-year-old child, and weigh in at around 40 kilograms. Though their weight does fluctuate dramatically throughout the year, they would be dwarfed by the ancient (laughs) mega-penguins, I don't believe, I don't know if I believe this article anymore. As soon as somebody says mega penguin, I'm like, hold on a second. Who told you about my Call of Duty name? Fossils recovered from the Antarctic Peninsula reveal that a colossus species of penguin, which lived about 37 million years ago, may have stood two meters tall and weighed as much as 115 kilograms. Well, I love all the metric system, but can we speak English, please? The answer was Emperor Penguin. Emperors are the biggest of the 18 species. Now, Keith Skate said King Penguin. Then he said Pigeon Penguin. Venus Diatrape said Black Eye Huckleberry. King Base Penguin. Pigeon Pie. Monster Penguin. Late Bloomer is the winner. This is supposed to be. Winners can only be from America. But you know what? I'm feeling generous. It's only going to cost me about $3 to send it to Australia. Or wherever the fuck Late Bloomer is from. So feel free to uh, send your information to me. And I will send you the sticker pack. You'll be the proud owner of a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. One of the most generous Twitch streams, brother, on the internet. Speaking of hey brother, I've been watching a lot of um, wrestling documentaries. This thing called Behind the Ring or... God damn it, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Behind... Something about the ring or uh, the dark side of the ring. (laughs) Dark side of the ring. I've been watching it. I found out about it because Ric Flair, I guess, swung his dick around in a circle on some flight 20 years ago. And uh, some, like, uh, what do you call those people that serve drinks on planes? Stewardess? The airline hostess or whatever uh, saw Ric Flair's dick. And I guess Ric Flair grabbed her hand and made her touch his dick. Now that I say it, it seems terrible. You know what? Speaking of this controversy, if you guys have heard the story or read about it, Ric Flair, like, they're trying to cancel Ric Flair. This motherfucker gave the most Ric Flair response ever. He just came out and said, I was drunk as fuck, and I would never force myself on anyone. I got drunk all the time, and I pulled my dick out many times, and I don't give a fuck. Woo! <laughs> That's basically what he said. And uh, I read the comments, and everyone's just like, yeah, dude, I stand with you. Now, to be fair, he didn't, you know, rape anybody. He just got drunk and pulled his dick out. But the fact that he grabbed a lady's hand and put it on his dick, when you say it out loud, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, ugh, that's not cool. But then if you picture what really happened, it was probably like, he's probably like running around, he's probably yelling woo. Okay? Now, even though you're kind of like sexually assaulting somebody, if you yell woo, it sort of makes it seem less personal right you just run over there dick out woo, woo. i'll tell you one thing i've seen this happen at parties <laughs> i've never seen rick flair do it on not yet in my life and i hope that no one's like taking my joke out of context here but i, I seriously doubt rick flair cornered this chicken was like hey bitch put your fucking hand on the nature boy's dick or i'm gonna kill you I doubt that that's what happened, right? Because if that was what happened, I could see it'd be like a very super traumatic event. I feel like, uh, I'm not saying that this chick wasn't traumatized, but I'm saying, just naturally, some people have two different reactions. One, one reaction is to go, get your small dick out of the fucking, get your small dick back in your fucking seat, asshole! That's the one way to do it. And the other way is to go, uh, no, ow, it's sexual! You're sexually hurting me! You know, like, you're on the plane, you're the boss. Say, get your nature fucking, get your nature boy ass back in your seat before I fucking tase you. Okay? Especially if it was United. Remember they beat the shit out of a doctor? His dick wasn't even out. I'm just saying, man. Like, you're at, you're on a plane with a bunch of celebrities pulling their dicks out. I, I would try to get some money out of it. What I would do, I would try to get some money out of it. But then again... I don't want to downplay like, you know, the the actual trauma that could be there. If there was actual like trauma there and she really felt that that bad, then yeah, it's it's not funny. But, you know, comedy's sort of comedy's sort of rooted in in some sort of tragedy or sadness or 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 sexual assault. The guy rubbed his dick on someone. Anyways, anyways, if you guys haven't read about that story, go read about it on your own time. It came out on Documentary. Everybody tried to cancel Ric Flair. He said fuck no. And it was on a new episode of Dark Side of the Ring. So I thought to myself, what is Dark Side of the Ring? I went back. Motherfucker, there's like four seasons. I went back to uh, to s- season one, started watching it on Hulu. This show is amazing, bro. I was watching wrestling in the 90s. I was never like a huge fan well, I'm kind of lying. I was a huge fan of of WCW, but I was never, like, a diehard fan of, of like, all wrestlers. I had, like, two favorite wrestlers. I liked Rey Mysterio Jr., thought he was cool, and anybody who could do backflips and shit, I was like, okay, now this this wrestling I like, I would watch ECW, where Super Crazy and fucking Tajiri and Sabu, these people doing backflips into tables. I'm like, this shit sounds cool, man. If you do a backflip, I'm in. If you swing your dick around in a circle and yell "woo," I'm in. So there's two two requirements for me to be a fan of your wrestling. So I'm going through all these old documentaries. There's some really cool shit. And uh, I watched one where it was like Macho Man Randy Savage. We watched an old interview where he's like, "All I'm gonna say, kids, is stay in school and don't do drugs because that's bad for you. It's gonna be terrible." I did I did experiment with anabolic steroids. And then I stopped and I don't do it anymore. And I don't, I don't want you to do that stuff. And I was, I said, you know what, dude? Macho Man seems like such a cool ass guy, dude. He's my favorite, like my new favorite wrestler. Then I watched the documentary on him. I'm like, this motherfucker is not my favorite wrestler. <laughs> this guy has mental problems. <laughs> I watched like the behind the scenes, the dark side of the ring. That motherfucker was crazy. He was just a crazy person. I guess you have to be brother To always be talking like that All the fucking time But that shit was was dope man I watched a lot of shit about wrestlers I never heard of I watched one on New Jack Oh this fool stabbed somebody in the middle of the ring I watched one last night On some guy named like Chris Gage or something. This fool got stabbed in the ribs in the middle of like a wrestling match. Bled out. Died during like a medevac. And then came back to life. And then went and robbed a bank like a year later. I'm like, whoa, dude. Wrestlers are fucking crazy. I've been watching like two episodes every day. And they're so crazy. There's one guy. He was like a promoter. And all he did was just owe people money. He never paid his bills anywhere. He just owed the world millions of dollars. And then uh, the day that he died, he got, like, a bunch of cocaine and hookers. Didn't, p- didn't pay for the hookers. They started, like, they started tripping, tripping out, like, hey, pay us our money. This fool just had a heart attack and died. And uh, I don't know who it was. I guess it was, like, one of his friends or his business partner. It's, like, a really, like, really serious, like, documentary-style interview, good lighting, like, silence. They're just zoomed in on this guy's face. He's, like, one thing I can tell you. Is That man left this earth Doing what he loved Cocaine and hookers <laughs> It's just a serious ass face No laughing the, Like there's, there's so much comic relief In that show There's one speaking of cocaine New Jack at the end of it He's like the last question for his documentary They're like so If we made a movie about your life How would it end He's like well It would just be me in a wheelchair doing cocaine. And that would be the end. <laughs> that was that was his grand exit from his from his major movie. Oh, I also found out that back in the day WWF had a had an MMA event, a real life fighting event. Like fools got knocked out, one guy got like his career ended by like a, a bad injury or something. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much cool shit in wrestling that I didn't know about. I watched some of these documentaries on fools I've never heard of, like some wrestler from the 70s who I have no idea about from some off-brand-ass wrestling uh, promotion that I've never heard of. I'm like, dude, this shit is dope. So, I say that because I always update you guys on new movies and shit that I watch. I found this documentary on Hulu called uh, Dark Side of the Ring. If you have a favorite wrestler, just find your favorite wrestler and then find their episode. Because it's it's dope. I watched the one on Chris Benoit. Oh, shit. That motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know about all that because it interviews, like, his family members, his son and shit. The one surviving member of his family is, like, uh, it's it's gnarly. So, speaking of uh, wrestling and breaking through tables, I've been breaking through tables on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle. We raise money and then I break a table. And the new table I got, it is a buff sum bitch. What? The new table came out of Vince McMahon's ass, and it is a strong some bitch. It's thick as fuck, big thick legs, thick four by four fucking frame, big ass inch and a half, thick dick, and uh there's no way I can break this thing. I actually did a, a shove it, a front shove it. Uh my friend T did a kick flip on the coffee table, on a skateboard, on the coffee table. The the table was was not even injured at all. Not injured at all. How much did I spend on this new coffee table, you ask? $13.99. And my next table that I buy, I get $5 off. I'm the fucking godfather of of breaking tables now. I'm the Ric Flair. Dude, if I had OnlyFans, imagine breaking tables with my dick out. Oh, my God. I would call it Dick Championship Table Breaking. D-C-T. Okay, maybe it's a a work in progress. We'll figure it out. Oh, speaking of great million-dollar ideas, Bible verses. I thought of this the other day. I need to share it with you guys in case somebody steals my idea. We'll go back to the breaking tables conversation in a minute. I have to get this out into the world right now. You guys are about to listen to a million-dollar idea. Bible verses. Yes, let it sink in. It's a fighting game. Versus is spelled V-E-R-S-U-S Bible Versus And it's everyone from the Bible In a fighting game Like it could either be like Mortal Kombat Or it could be like Smash Bros And you could be like 2v2 man It's just Jesus and Moses About to fight like Abraham and and God shooting fucking lasers at him and clouds and shit. A bush starts burning. This fool fucking slams the Ten Commandments on this fool's head. You're flying off the side. Uh, The backgrounds. Dude, the backgrounds would be great. One background is just a lone apple tree. You're just Eve. Eve is beating the shit out of Moses, bro. And then fucking uh, Abraham jumps in. And Job... Job comes in, I don't, <laughs> not, I don't know all these Bible verses, comes in, dude, the background could be the pyramids, I don't know if the pyramids are in there, but it could be, oh, dude, you get into a brawl at the Last Supper, Judas fucking drop kicks the shit out of, uh, Muhammad, <laughs> Joseph Smith, <laughs> it's a cage match, dude, oh, man, isn't there, isn't there, like, a? David versus the actual Goliath, and in, in the in the pit of despair, and then you can actually have a fight in heaven. Oh, somebody start the GoFundMe if anyone steals this idea. Also, people in the chat they had some great ideas. I was talking about this the other day. the The sequel would be called Bible Verses Two: The Second Coming. <laughs> and then, uh, then the, the the third one would be called. Bible verses 3 the last testament <laughs> so sick man it just sounds so cool man and they could they could uh they could sort of <laughs> i don't know if they could actually do this Cain <laughs> Cain versus Abel fluorescent light tube match oh i didn't even think about making it a wrestling game so they could market it as like a as like a bible game so it could be all ages Right? You could be slanging that shit in the church parking lot. Everyone's like, have you heard about the new fucking Bible verses game? Bro. Million dollar idea. And now if anyone steals the idea, I can now say that I came up with it. I have this. This is my proof. What is today? September. September 24th, 2021. If anyone comes up with this idea, this is my. I came up with this idea. You stole it from me. So I need at least like 5% of the profits. If it's a million dollar game, what's 5% of that? $50,000. $500,000? I need, I need $500,000 cash <laughs> on, on release day. I'm just saying, it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool idea that I came up with. Was I drunk when I came up with this? I think I tried to, I think I actually tried to type in the word Bible verses and spelled it wrong, and I was like, boof, million dollar idea. Anyways, that's, uh, that's my video game idea, holy shit, so yesterday I had such a productive day, man, I had such a productive day, I got a full night's sleep, and I finished all my work, and I got paid, so I had nothing to worry about, there was nothing worrying me, nothing stressing me out, and the weather, beautiful, beautiful weather, no more 100 degree days, every day now is fucking Gorgeous! A gorgeous day. The sun is shining. A little gust of wind goes through my my long dreadlocks of hair, and I go, "Ah, oh, this is great." So, I went outside. I looked at my backyard. Have you guys seen the before and after pictures? I put them on um, on Instagram, and I think I put them on Twitter, and I put them on something else. Before and after, my backyard was an absolute disgusting mess of two eleven cans and just trash, and dirt, and paper plates, and beer boxes, I went out there, I cleaned it all up, I painted my table to be all black, so now it just, it looks fantastic, every time I walk out to my backyard, I look out, I go, I'm proud of this, proud of this moment, then I went to my mini-ramp, I said, ew, you're ugly, I started taking it apart, can you imagine if I did that in my everyday life, if I just went to Fremont Street and said, ew, you're ugly, I think I want to destroy you, BOOM! Just knocked out every ugly person on Fremont. And then I look in a mirror and I smash the mirror and then cut my fucking, cut my eyes out. What, what are we talking about again? Oh, my backyard. I'm going to take apart the mini ramp. We're going to junk it. Uh, now that the weather's so good, man, I just want to take it apart. I want to have more room for the dog. I could make another mini ramp. And if I do make another one or when I make another one, it's going to be smaller, I don't need a mini ramp to be 11 feet wide, you know, I can, I can make a smaller one, and I can make it a little more friendly, because my mini ramp is not a friendly bitch, it's not friendly at all, it's too steep, it's rough, it's hard, it's, uh, it's not good, there's nails sticking out of it, and some people were like, well, you should take that ramp and donate it, I should, okay, I should donate my ramp, how do I, how do I, how do I do that? I get a. I pay five hundred dollars for a crane to come and lift the the damp piece of rotting wood from my backyard and donate it to who? You can donate it to me. I know. The only reason you say that is because you want a mini ramp. Go build one, you fucking lazy bitch. My God, I. You know what? It's always bothered me. Like whenever I break a skateboard, I, like I pay for the skateboard. I pay for the skateboard. I break it. People go. Oh, I could have used that skateboard, man. Yeah, you could have, you should have bought one Then you can do what you want with it If, if it belongs to you, you can do what you want with it It's not my responsibility to, 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 like, to psychically point out Everyone that needs a skateboard No man, I do with my shit what I want You know, oh you should have donated that coffee table Bitch, no This is my shit, leave me alone Cool jerk You should put it in the free listings There is no possible way You can get that mini ramp out of there it's, it's like 16 feet by 11 feet. It's got 7,000 screws in it. It's got 1,000 nails in it. It's completely falling apart. I, does anyone have the clip? I walked I walked over it, and I fell into it. It, it collapsed, and I fell into it. There's, there's a 0% chance any of that ramp can be salvaged, except for maybe the coping. Actually, definitely the coping. There's no maybe there. The coping can definitely be salvaged. There's nothing wrong with the coping. So it's it's great, man. Sounds dangerous. Did you get a tetanus shot? <laughs> you know what I was thinking about speaking of wrestling? These wrestlers, like, slam them, their bodies into glass and thumbtacks and shit. They must have to get a tetanus shot all the time. And I remember a long time ago somebody telling me that a tetanus shot is really painful. It's a big needle. Is that true? I don't know, man. Uh... What else happened? Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, cleaned up all the cans, cleaned up the mini-ramp. My backyard is still sort of falling apart, but but this first step has been done. Step one is done. Now I'm forced to complete it. So that's, I don't know, That's that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to feel good when I go out and look at my backyard, and it's, like, more put together. There's still a lot of shit falling apart. I have little planters that are falling apart. I have a bunch of junk out there. Um... The dog shit, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't think I cleaned dog shit for this entire summer, but here's the thing, it's 117 degrees outside, so the sun breaks down the dog shit into dust, it only takes like two days, so you look at a dog shit, a nice big wet steaming pile of dog shit, you look at it, and you go, oh yeah, that's definitely dog shit, you come back three days later, it's dust. Doesn't even exist anymore. You, if you walk through my backyard, you will not step in dog shit. You'll step in brown dust. It's nothing. The wind will blow it away. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a background in Bible verses too. It's fucking the the holy backyard. Oh, you're just fighting it at the Pope's house, beating somebody's ass. Oh, it sounds like a cool idea. Anyways, so I did all that, dude. Productive day, and even today I feel better, man. The weed. So last week I was having trouble with the weed. I, I had a couple of days where I couldn't sleep. This week. The weed has been perfect. I've gotten really great sleep. I also think that maybe the weather going down has made my house temperature better. So I'm getting better sleep. It's nice, dude. I wake up productive. I drink my coffee. I'm good to go. I haven't been hungover in days. And uh, just an all-around great time. Anyways, I've been streaming a lot. We've been breaking tables. It's a lot of fun, man. Breaking tables, having deep conversations. I've been playing this video game called Casio. And I finally... I beat, uh, the hardest level I've ever seen in my life. I beat it. I've never felt so accomplished, man. Like, I could, like, there's gonna be, like, three great days in my life. Like, the day, like, my child is born, the day I'm married, right? And the day that I fucking beat this shitty fucking Mario World game. Were you guys here yesterday? I beat the hardest motherfucking game ever, dude. And I still have one more level to beat, but I feel like I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna try it for, like, one hour every day. And then sometime in the next two months, I'll I'll magically beat it. So I'm excited about that. I've been gaming a lot. Twitch has been popping. I don't know if you guys saw this, but also uh, two days ago, I went on a dog walk. Yeah, walking the old dog down the street. And I filmed it live on Twitch, walking down the street. It's like a movie, dude. I left it up. You guys can go look in my VODs. I left it up. I'm walking down the street. I scare some people. I'm like, oh, damn. I'm sorry I scared you. Oh, that's such a nice dog. I say, okay, cool. little fun interaction. I look up. I say, damn, there's a helicopter coming. Helicopter's way way off in the distance. There's a helicopter coming. It could be going anywhere. It could be going to North Las Vegas. It could be going to the hospital. It could be going to the the airport right there. I live kind of next to a small airport. It could be going anywhere. But I, I happen to notice it. And I say, look at that helicopter. Helicopter comes over, shines its light down, starts doing circles. I can see what it's circling over. It's only like a block away. So I'm like, Koopa, man, let's fucking go. Let's find out what the helicopter's looking at. We run over there. Cops start swarming everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. Cops everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. We're trying to figure out what it was. I didn't want to get too close. And uh, we're looking at it. The cops walk over. They're like flashlighting. Somebody's ran away and they're hiding. Uh, They couldn't find the person. They didn't talk to me at all, but I I didn't. I don't really want to talk to cops anyways. So anyways, we, we go on our way. We walk a little bit more. Uh, we walk past a bush. Some homeless guy fucking sneezes. I go, oh shit, there's somebody in that bush. We keep walking. Uh, a bunch of dogs start barking at us. Dude, it's the craziest stream ever. Dog jumps over the fence, attacks me. I yell at the dog. Miraculously, the dog did not attack. It started to attack. I said, hey, hey. I did, I did like a, a loud A, a, a noise. Kind of like an A mixed with a bark. Hey. And the dog stopped, looked at me. My dog's looking at that dog. I'm like, it's about to be a goddamn dog off. It's about to be a damn dog fight over here. And I got the pistol on me. So I'm like, bro, I don't want to have to kill this dog because, you know, I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in if my dog gets attacked because my dog is following all the rules. My dog on a leash has a collar on. He's just walking by. We're all doing it. Perfect. Everything's nice. Your dog is at 10 o'clock jumping over your fence. Why is your dog outside in the front yard at ten o'clock? Why is it jumping over the fence? What are you hiding? Drugs, probably. So then uh, we finally get home. Everything's fine. Oh yeah, one more thing. I saw a little drain pipe. Uh, somebody's backyard. It looks like it. It looks like their backyard is risen up from the street. So I saw a little drain pipe, and this little poodle sticks its head through the pipe. It was the cutest little thing I've ever seen. It's just a. All you see is a wall with a little a little poodle head poking through it, going. Wah, 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 wah. I wanted to take a picture, but my dog was actually trying to decapitate that dog, so I just, I just kept, kept it pushing, man. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you guys are missing the motherfucking streams, you need to tune in, because there's been exciting shit. Fucking helicopter chase, cops, man, breaking tables right, all kind of crazy exciting shit happening, twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle, now today we're doing a podcast, we're talking about it, Uh, another thing, is speaking of my dog that I noticed, I noticed that he's done this a lot lately, when he goes out for his morning poop, he he usually takes like two poops a day, he goes out for his morning poop, when he comes in, he's at the, he's at the door, he's like, he's excited, you can see it in his face, he's like, he's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I just took a shit. I'm light as a feather. Fucking light as a feather. Fucking stiff as a board, motherfucker. Let's go, motherfucker. So then, I oh, actually, let me go back to the police story. Uh, I looked it up the next day. The report was a man, a man had a gun. So I'm glad I didn't talk to police because what if they thought I was the man with the gun? Because they would have found a gun on me. What are you going to do? Anyways, stiff as a fucking feather, light as a board. I'm a fucking dog drifting in the world, man. I open the door. The dog runs in. His new thing. He speeds in the door, tries to do a U-turn, slides for four feet, and smashes into the couch. And he smashes the couch hard. And I don't know why he does it. I don't think he feels no pain. He just slides like Tokyo Drift. You remember the the first episode of Tokyo Drift where that one weird redneck guy finds himself in fucking Japan or whatever, and then some guy just loans him a car to smash, and he tries to go. He tries to drift. He just immediately runs into the wall and goes, oh, Dag Nabbit. That's what my dog does. Except he doesn't have a weird redneck accent. He's just a dog, man. He doesn't speak English. And my dog would never go to Japan. That makes no sense. What are you fucking talking about, man? Dude, he goes in there violently like a hockey player. Just fucking body checks with his big hot dog shaped body. Slams into the couch, dude. I'm worried about him. I'm going to have to start setting up pillows. Pillows for him to run into. He needs some grippy dog shoes. I got him grippy dog shoes. The drift, the drift is what saves him. If he had grippy dog shoes, all four of his legs would snap. <laughs> he, he's a powerful dog and his bones, I don't know if his bones can take it. I, uh, I have him some grippy dog shoes and I tried to use them for when he, uh, he played with one of his friends. Uh, his friend Hazel, another like a, uh, a, a yellow lab and him. They're best friends. They love to play. I took him over one day because he runs so hard, uh, when, when there's, um, uh, dirt or concrete he runs so hard that he rips his pads off of his hands he rips his pads off of his hands and he just has open flesh instead of instead of instead of little little feet no more paws just open flesh so i got him dog shoes they didn't do anything they didn't help at all this fool fucking flipped over ripped the fucking shoes off he, he i said you know what, bro just just do what you got to do eventually his paws kind of like stiffened up because he doesn't go outside that much right my house is almost, like, almost all carpeted. And when he goes out there to the backyard, he doesn't run. Because it's where there is concrete and dirt, he doesn't run around. But when he goes to a friend's house, he goes nuts. That's why I bought him those, uh, those shoes. Also, it gets so hot out here. The plan was, I was like, one day, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go hiking <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe I'll fucking go hiking one day. Yeah, fucking right. So I got the dog some shoes so he wouldn't step on a cactus. Also, the ground gets extremely hot. Got the dog some shoes and uh, we used them like twice and then that was it. Also, sometimes it snows. So the plan was like, oh, I'm gonna take the dog up to the mountain, let him play in the snow. He's gonna need some shoes. We never did any of this shit. I just got him the shoes. He ripped them off one day and that was it. <laughs> but it's it's a good thing to have the dog shoes. So the dog drifted. Uh, There's a movie coming out about Mario. I don't have any of the information about it, but if anyone in the chat room does, I heard Chris Pratt is doing the voice of Mario, and Twitter is pissed off. They don't want that fucking guy to have anything to do with Mario. I don't know the details, but I know that the Mario community is not digging it. This guy can go fuck up whatever other movies. Is that the same guy from Deadpool? Now that's Reynolds. Who the fuck is Chris Pratt then? Now that I'm, now that I'm doing this live... Every time I thought of Chris Pratt... Wait, Chris Pratt is the guy that hangs out with that fox... On uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? Star-Lord. That's him, right? That's Chris Pratt. Star-Lord is gonna be Mario? I also heard this rumor. I don't know if, th- if this is true. I heard that they actually have the actor... The voice actor that does, he does the voice of Mario in the video games, and he's in the movie, but not playing Mario's voice, that has, that has me, like, confused, I'm a little confused, but maybe they'll change it around, who knows, Raccoon, Fox, whatever, Jack Black is Bowser, if there is anything that I would ever give Hollywood credit for, it's gonna be making Jack Black into Bowser, that's that's hilarious. I hope there's I hope there's music. I hope there's like a musical in there. It's gonna be great. It's a me, Oh, I'm excited about the Mario movie dude. I heard something that annoyed me earlier today too. Somebody said, well, the nineteen ninety three version of Mario Brothers was a shitty movie. I said,, oh, Excuse me, bitch it was it wasn't that bad. Also, I don't know what the budget was, but there were some really elaborate backgrounds in that movie, like a lot of a lot of time and effort went into that movie. And maybe they didn't have that good of a plot. But the the special effects, pretty good. The, the quotable lines, pretty good. Just the general funny shit, pretty good. And the Goombas, the actors, I liked it. I liked it. Sorry it's not back to the fucking future. Like we can't have Mario Brothers be a classic game and a classic movie. Has that ever happened? Ever? Look what Mortal Kombat did. They fucking like that. Like, that was like... Like, it goes uh Shawshank, Green Mile, and then Mortal Kombat. No one's ever said that. So why is everyone bitching about the old Mario Brothers? It's a fine film for what it is. God damn it. Alright, last topic of the day. I, uh... We always talk about... <laughs> it's the same topic we talk about all the time. I see these these news articles now, and I see them on Instagram. These highlights of people that... Went gambling and they won half a million dollars. They won a million dollars. There was one I read where this guy was playing poker. He hit a special, uh, special poker progressive, won a million dollars, and everyone in the poker room won- also won ten thousand dollars. What? Oh, like I could be the worst poker player ever. Imagine if it was your first day playing poker. Like, hey, I'm 21. Uh, I took the trip here from Long Beach. To come gamble in Las Vegas, um, I'm with my friend uh, Arnold, I'm Chris, and we just came to try, uh, try poker, I've played online before, I just want to try and see, see what I can do, you go in there, you put your 300 bucks in, you're down to your last dollar, you're like, wow dude, Vegas sucks, and then you look over and this guy wins a million dollars, and they're like, hey by the way, everyone in here, even the losers... Each get $10,000. I'd shit my goddamn pants out of joy. I'd go, what? That's amazing. I'd be so hyped. You know that there's got to be some feel-good story out there. Anyways, what I was thinking about this was, if I was a millionaire, aside from all the cool shit that I would do, I think I would also... I'd be pretty cool on Twitch, right? I'd make a lot of new friends on Twitch Because instead of what I usually do I go into the Twitch chat I hit, oh, I want to subscribe to you I think you're a funny guy Subscribe And then I say, oh, I'm going to donate some money I donate four cents Why four? I donate two Plus one Plus one Two eleven I donate four cents Then I move on Then I'll donate another four Maybe like 20 minutes later And another four 20 minutes later Why? Am I a broke bitch? Kind of But you gotta consider, over the course of the week, after, like, a week goes by, I've donated $15 to multiple streamers. But everyone's like, oh, dude, you're only donating four cents, what a loser. Okay, fine, I'm a loser, fuck you, okay? I'm I'm, I'm doing my best here. I'm broke, motherfucker, I'm broke! So, I was thinking, bro, what if I was a fucking millionaire? I would just walk in there like, hey, dude, uh, here's five racks. Go have a great weekend. Oh, and by the way... (laughs) Here's two thousand gift subs. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> then just di- then just disappear, disappear forever. Go to another channel. Like, oh my god, I just got affiliate. I have three viewers. I'm like, you know what, dude? Nice shell jump. N- nice job beating the first level. Here's five hundred dollars, bro. You could spread so much joy. <laughs> Imagine the joy you could spread. Oh, man, rich people must be stingy to remain rich. Nah, so I always have this weird fantasy that, uh, like, I've been doing YouTube for, like, what? Since 2008, probably. I think my ninja lifestyle started in 2011, but before that I had Vegas skating. So let's just, let's say 15 years. I have this weird fantasy that maybe when I started doing YouTube, there was some kid who was watching who was 14. And he was like... I'm a 14-year-old kid, and this Ninja Lifestyle guy is really funny, and then like when he was 18, he invested in Bitcoin, and now he's fucking 28 years old, and he's, he has $9 million, and he thinks to himself, man, remember that guy Ninja Lifestyle that I used to watch back when I was 15, and he's still killing it, let me just throw that guy like $200,000, and I'm just like, oh my god, that's so amazing! You should come out to Las Vegas. We'll hang out, dude, and we'll go to a nice steakhouse. You just send me two hundred thousand dollars. That's my weird fantasy that'll never happen. Other streamers, have you guys ever thought like this, or am I just wildly optimistic? I feel like that that happens. I feel like it's happened to somebody out there. Maybe some Saudi Arabian prince is just like, hey, dude, uh, I learned how to kickflip because of your trick tip. Uh, my my dad owns an oil field. Uh, he's worth a billion dollars. Here you go. Here's my weekly allowance. Here's, uh, $500,000. I'd be like, what? I'm never working again. I'm going to break this table right now. (laughs) I'm going to get your face tattooed on me, on my face. And I'm going to make your dad into my dad and adopt me. And now we're going to be brothers because you've made my life great. I feel like that could happen anyways, but let's just pretend I was a millionaire. I'd be like, I'd be tipping some fucking change, maybe not $2,000 or whatever, maybe I'm exaggerating that, because I am, I am kind of stingy, I'm a stingy guy, in fact, uh, my friend Tony calls me, instead of ninja, he calls me stingja <laughs> but uh, but li- listen, I'm stingja I'm Stinja I'm Lifestyle because I got no fucking money, man, I'm saving up for big things, I'm saving up to invest in myself, in my future, man. And I do it four bits at a time. But uh, Late Bloomer says, kind acts are contagious. Yeah, yeah, they are, man. I see, uh, I think it's Mr. Beast on YouTube. He'll just go up to somebody and be like, hey, dude, if you can uh, make this beer pong shot, here's $5,000. And I look at those things, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. My ex girlfriend was in Target, and this guy, Phase, Phase something, Phase, oh, I can't believe I forgot the name. I've faced some some video game internet star guy paid for her paid for her groceries or no paid for her furniture just because uh, she, she like guessed the right numbers or like they flipped a coin or something and they're like oh we're gonna pay for your like two hundred dollars worth of like of couches and mirrors and shit I'm like damn that's crazy what the hell Late Bloomer says does he just not give the money if they don't make the shot yeah then he just walks away. Some of them, some of them are like, like fifty thousand dollars. Like, make this basketball shot for fifty thousand dollars, and if you miss, he just walks away. Well, see you later. See you later, bro. Oh man, it's it's cool, man. It's it's a cool thought. Because usually when I think about if I was a millionaire, I think about all the shit I would do for myself. But sometimes it's it's nice. It's nice to think about what you would do for other people. If I would hook my friends up for sure. I'd buy Nick Stems a fucking nice ass hunting rifle dc i'd probably buy him like a, a new car or something uh what other friends do i have i feel like i just named almost all my friends so that was yeah so so got the rest of the money's mine <laughs> what the fuck other friends do i have who do i does anyone remember who i hang out with i don't fucking know i'd buy kalimbas for everyone little little piano instruments for everybody big nice yo-yos here's a hundred dollar yo-yo for everybody Here's a $100 bill, go fuck yourself Anyways, that's all I got for the podcast Man <laughs> I can't name more than two friends Wow, that I'm stingy Man, that's why I don't want to give my money away I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast Please give me a hell yeah In the chat if you lasted to the end of the podcast We made it We made it the whole uh, 45 minutes today and I feel fantastic Don't go anywhere Because I'm going to play some video games right after this podcast is done But before I do that I would love to shout out everyone who lasted till the end of the podcast. If you tuned in late, don't worry. You can watch the rerun of this podcast on Sunday on Podbean, iTunes, uh, YouTube, Yahoo podcast. I don't know, podcast app. You can watch it on everything. Late Bloomer, Keith Skates, Cool Jerk, NZ Fiend, I Love Rain, Cool Jerk, Love My Toe, Vorge 05. Also a big shout out to... Sunbro CJ donated $10. Schizmaweed gave a gift sub that he previously got from somebody else. He's paying it forward. Vinny Van Curen also resubscribed for his seventh month. Venus Die Trap subscribed for his twelfth month. Keith Skates and Prank Monkey both donated, uh, less than five cents. So I appreciate it. Look, I'm not going to be one of those dickheads who's like, <sighs> what an asshole he only donated four cents no motherfucker now i'm four cents richer are you kidding me you know how youtube works right when people watch an ad i get a fraction of a penny back when i was rich all those fractions of pennies used to add up to like six thousand dollars a month so i'm not gonna be the one to complain about pennies and if you do complain about pennies then you're a dumb bitch That's all I have to say about that. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You can always catch us on Fridays, twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Also, feel free to follow me on Twitch. Hit Hit the follow button and turn on notifications so you can tune in for all this fun shit that I'm always talking about. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great weekend. Be safe out there. Don't get into any trouble. Don't drink too much. But also, don't drink too little. Have a good one, folks. It's me, Jack Black, I'm Bowser, motherfucker. Chris Pratt, bad idea.